Hi, and welcome to Twisted Snippets, where your favorite Twisted teachers, Jen and Kim, talk about whatever crosses their minds. It might be educational, it might not. Sit back, relax, and have a twisted time. Hello, Twisted teachers. Welcome to our mini-sode. Twisted Snippets. Twisted Snippets. That's exactly right. Okay, so Kim, I have a word for you that I want your opinion on. Mimes. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Really? No, you don't like mimes? Mimes are a subcategory cousin of of a clown. Yeah, but here is the thing. When I was thinking, about mimes and I'm not really sure why I was thinking about mimes I can picture you dressed as a mime me please please elaborate why do I look like a mime because I'm short and I wear black all the time I can I can it tracks kind of like oh my god okay so I Maybe I'm confusing what a mime looks like with Where's Waldo. How the hell do you get mime and Where's Waldo? Where's Waldo has a striped shirt on. I know. I was thinking a mime could wear a striped shirt. No, mimes are creepy as F. No. I mean, yeah, I hate mimes. There's no box there. Stop trying to pretend you're getting out of it. You're not in a box. Yeah, I hate. There's no rope there. I literally hate mimes, but for some reason, I'm like, why do I feel like Kim is dressed as a mime for some Halloween? (laughs) I'm not going to be a mime. There's no, no way I'm going to. Okay. That just. (laughs) (laughs) And this is 2.30 Saturday. We're not, there's no, there's no imbibing right now. No imbibing. Okay. Here's my next word. And it's in the same like category kind of. Okay. Ventriloquism. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. There's or, yet another cousin puppets. of the clown and the mime, a ventriloquist with the damn dummy on his side. I hate those dummies. They creep me what out. What about when I put them in scary movies? Oh, they do? Yeah, there was the, um, what's that, that, that series that kids listen to? They're scary. They, they should the Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Goosebumps, right. There's a Goosebump yeah. movie I watched with my stepdaughter. And all of a sudden, there's this scary freaking puppet, not a puppet. A, um, dum- what do you what, call the, is it, what do you call the ventriloquist dummy? Is it a dummy? I think it's a dummy. Yeah. If the ventriloquistist. I want to know where that started because who decided to just make something talk? Well, here's where it came from. It started when, um. Do you know the history? The- <laughs> so are you serious? Did you do research <laughs> on dummies before? It started in the 1820s. Oh, here we when go. Someone, when someone pretended that someone else was alive and talked for them. <gasps> Did they make it? Right? You just made that. You are so, oh my God. <laughs> I, I could see that. I could buy. Because then, oh you want, and I was thinking maybe they had their hand under their jaw and they were making them talk, like the, the dead person talk. 
I can see that if you've, if, yeah, yeah. We've talked about buried alive and all the crap they did to buried people, dead people to make sure they knew that they were dead. They did some creepy stuff. Blue stuff like up their I butt. No, now hold on. Now she's got to look. Where did, where did ventriloquism originate? It is of ancient origin. Of course. Traces of the art are found in Egyptian and Hebrew archaeology. Um, Eurycles of Athens was the most celebrated of Greek ventriloquists. I, I really, I don't know more than that without having to dive into like. I don't know if we need to do a deep dive on that. Do you no, know any ventriloquists? I don't. I wouldn't be friends with a ventriloquist. I don't think. I don't like. You know why? It. Because they'd pretend other people are talking. No, it's yeah. Basically, I am. It's no. I think it's an outlet for um it, people who have little voices in their heads. Which no shame. No. But I would rather someone just have voices in their head than use the voices with a ventriloquist or a dummy. Well, my word is school related because I'm now going to have a nightmare about <laughs> mimes that. and ventriloquists. Ventriloquist mimes and nasty. Clowns. What if you were a, you could not be a mime and a ventriloquist simultaneously? Because they can't talk. You yeah. know what would be fun if you were like interviewing and you told the mime that one of the qualifications would be that he had to be a ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> Just setting him up for failure. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I thought that mime and ventriloquist were great words to introduce. They are, but, but my concern is the connection you've made with me to <laughs> the whole thing. I can totally, but it's not in my mind. Have you ever dressed up as Where's Waldo? I've never, no, I have not done either one. You're having a false memory. <laughs> this is a false memory. You were hypnotized and somehow you've got me in a mime outfit. It means something. Okay, you would like, be a really cute Where's Waldo, though. Well, thank you, Jen. <laughs> this one's just school related. Okay, no, no, it's not school related. This is a term that I keep hearing over and over again. And you know when you can like um in wheelhouse, everybody was using that in every other sentence. That's not oh, my yeah, wheelhouse. Yeah. That's not my wheelhouse circle back oh. why is that why is everybody saying circle back is it is it's new is is what new the I word mean, circle back i know i know it's not new but the fact why that, is it the new buzzword yeah you know why because i think that our teaching is about to circle back a little bit i think so my state is getting new standards and they are uh, tr truly a circle back. They're like back to the way I taught 20 years ago. Like where everything isn't so much in isolation. I'm not going to say it. You're not going to say circle back. Like you're going to refuse. Well, it's yeah. kind of like the same thing as the swinging of the pendulum, right? Mm -hmm. Haven't you heard that phrase in education? Like yeah. the pendulum swings back and forth and it does. Do you know that I've never, ever once used LOL in a text because I'm not laughing out loud. Did I ever tell you that my mom was one of those people who literally thought LOL meant lots of love? And so she would <laughs> sign texts so inappropriately with LOL. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't look like so-and-so is going to make it. LOL. LOL. <laughs> mom. Oh, my God. 
Luckily, she only texts on her iPad. She doesn't have a phone and she only texts me. So I don't think it was going out into the world, but like literally it would be like like the saddest news. And she'd say she'd sign it LOL. And I'm like, mom, what do you think LOL means? And it's like you see those all the time on like Facebook memes and stuff. She really thought it meant lots of love. That's that's cute. Yeah. Yes, it's cute. cute. Yes. Um, so you've never used LOL. I do. I won't do it unless I'm laughing out loud and I have my phone and I'm texting somebody, but that's never happened. Oh, so right now, if I had been texting someone, I could have legitimately used LOL because yeah. I was laughing out loud. Maybe because I, I was, I have texted people. I don't think you're laughing out loud right now. <laughs> you are a fun <laughs> hater. No, no, it's just. <laughs> David does it. And I'm like, you're not laughing out loud. Cause I, I'm upstairs and I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have another word that okay. I've had teachers tell me because it's on our T te- on our evaluation system and it's a conundrum differentiation. So I know there's a whole podcast we could do on that, but what is the first thing that comes to mind when I say differentiation? Um, making sure that my instruction is at different levels for different students who need it at different levels. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you, the, the amount of people who know this is few and far between, I think. What, what do people think it means? They don't know. I've had a couple of people say, what is this? Well, it's not that they don't know. They just want to know what that looks like in a secondary classroom. But oh, um, yeah, I can see that that would be, you'd be very hard pressed in a certain set amount of time. And plus, if a kid is in your, I don't know, let's say AP Lit class. Yeah. Should you have to differentiate? I mean, other than I think you should differentiate for lots in lots of different ways, not just level of content, but differentiate for different learning styles, differentiate for yes. modalities. Those so are I really think the same. I just want to buzzword. Okay. I'm going to tell one little story about today because I wanted to hurt somebody and I, I wouldn't hurt anybody. I promise. So my iPhone 11, I can't charge it anymore because you know that the iPhones after what, two years start breaking down and it's a thing. Yeah. So it is a thing for sure. I want to get my nails done today. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll quickly run into the T-Mobile Sprint store because that doesn't ever happen, but I got there <sighs> early. And so I didn't realize that. I had more storage on the other phone. That's why we couldn't back up the 13. I didn't get the 13 pro. I just want the next one with all the discounts I can get. Cause I've been with sprint for like, I don't know how many years and I got a lot of discounts and it's actually cheaper than what I have. It took forever. And then this man walks in and he's, he's already pissed before he comes in. And I, I anybody who goes into one of these stores knows it's going to take a lot of damn time. I tried to oh, order it yeah. online and it wouldn't take my new address and, no, I, I, called exactly. and I was on hold. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, that's the mindset. And so there's a really nice guy helping me real sweet. Just God, he, I was like, I can't, I couldn't do this, what you're doing. Um, so he says, it'll be about an hour. And so the guy's sitting there and then he's looking at everybody and he's like, you people don't even know what you're in here for. And so he's talking to another customer. Wait. He yeah. said that to somebody. Yeah, he said, these people don't know what they're even in here for. And they're wasting my time. Why am I <gasps> going to waste all my time on a Saturday in a T-Mobile store? And he's looking at me because 
he's given me the eye because it's taking forever for my phone to, to transfer. To transfer. Yeah. And then what happened was apparently me and this other lady got the last <sighs> 13s and the guy called us out. He's like, she got the last one. I thought I, I thought I had to look in the parking lot when I was leaving. Like he was pissed. And then he gets up and cats his phone and storms out. What That's ridiculous. People need to grow up. But I will say that getting a f- new phone is like one of the most tedious experiences ever if you have to go into the store to do it. The last time I got a new phone, I had to go into the store and I was like, oh, let's just go ahead and get it over with. I tried to buy it online. Same type of situation. It just would not work. I couldn't buy the phone and- online. No, it was ridiculous. And so, and I always want to make sure like I had like unlimited and I still do, but different, like, but I was grandfathered into this plan and I didn't want to lose Yeah, me too. that plan, nor did I want to pay any more money. So it, I had to go in and it took forever. Like my kid left me and walked to a restaurant to get himself some food. He was, it was, no, I was in there from 1030. Then I went to get my toes done and then I went back and my phone's still not back. He's backing up to the iCloud. Oh my God. So here, hold on. Just don't talk for a minute. Is your, here, are they, is there anybody fishing in your pond right now? I don't think so. I think there's a delivery at the front door. I was hoping my eyebrow stamps would be here and that I could try that, but they're not. Oh, I was going to try it on our snippets. Our snippets. We could do a video makeup. We could. Yeah. We should do makeup for old people. Oh I should do God. a crepey race. I don't think I do a very like, good job. A demonstration. <gasps> that would be awesome. We could do demonstrations. Okay. So you do know what you- we could do? What I'm thinking is role play situations. <gasps> okay. Okay. What situation are we role playing? Um, because we just came off of gifted. We could do a gifted conference. Okay. And I, you can be the gifted teacher. It is time for a little role play. We're going to piggyback off one of our recent episodes and yep. we are going to role play a gifted conference. Kim will be playing the role of the gifted instructor and I am going to be a gifted parent, gifted at parenting and a parent of a gifted child. Well, hello. Welcome. Come and sit down. Oh, hello. It's nice to see you again. Sorry, I was late. I had um, three hours of paperwork to finish before we started conferences. So sorry. Mm, thanks for respecting my time. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. It was only three minutes and I apologize. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to tell you that Samuel is doing very well in class. Um, he's doing great in third grade. He's, he's reading on a third grade level. Um, he's got a little trouble with his multiplication facts, but that's just, you know, he'll get him by the end of the year. Uh, he's very good with puzzles and things like that. Um, and <gasps> have, wait, can have, has he been tested for gifted? Excuse you me? said he's good at puzzles. He's good at puzzles. Yeah. I mean, puzzles, like what we're doing in class and, um, I know you would know if he was tested for gifted. Well, I would really like to have him tested for gifted. Okay. Okay. And you can, you can ask that, but then that has to go to a team meeting and we have to decide whether or not he's ready to be tested. I I will send in 
all kinds of things that will prove his overwhelming giftedness. Tell me some things that he does that maybe I don't see. Okay. Well, he plays soccer and he is absolutely the best at passing the ball. Oh. Better than any of the other kids. But better than all of them. Okay. I'm, yes. I'm, oh, okay. So other things that he does. Um, did you know that he often will watch a cooking show and then he will ask me to buy the, ing- the ingredients and he will whip up absolute masterpieces in the kitchen. So from like a box, right? Um, No, like the good boxes. Oh, well, that's good because like the, the, the good Dolly ones. Boxes. Like, well, there's yes. the culinary intelligence for multiple intelligences. So maybe he falls in that range. That's really I'm, good to I'm know as a teacher. Yes. So just let me explain the, the gifted, you know, inventory is pretty arduous. There's four tests and he's got to get three out of four creativity, motivation, cognitive ability and achievement. So those are oh, the four. No problem. No, no problem. All right. Well, my concern is that um, on his standardized test at the end of the year, he was just right below average of the rest of the school, the students in his grade and second grade. Um, and usually we wait for that to be a little bit higher, especially with. He was bored. He didn't like the test. He was bored. He did not. He came home and said how really it was just too easy for him. So he didn't even try. Oh, he was insulted. He wasn't. Okay. Well, I gave him a benchmark at the beginning of the year in math and he scored a 72 and I gave him a benchmark. He doesn't like you. (laughs) Okay. Um, I understand that, that sometimes people have, you know, differences of, um, you know, personality issues. So, uh, you go ahead and send me something and the paperwork's online. And, um, if he doesn't get in, he has to wait two years to try again. What? Yeah. Well, don't worry about it. Cause he will definitely get in this year. He but, probably, I mean, please think about he, it. he's if, probably so gifted that he got in last year and you just don't know it, That he was secretly tested. I'm sorry, ma'am. All right. Um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I appreciate the things that you send in um, and the snacks and all the things that you send in. And I appreciate it. Well, I mean, if I sent in some extra snacks, like, you know what I mean? Wink, wink. If I sent in some extra snacks for you and the class, would that, would that help Samuel qualify? With what? With forgifted? Yes. Snacks? No, like extra snacks, like the good stuff. Like, I mean, there might even be a bottle of red wine in it for you. I can't take, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, ma'am. I can't take wine and snacks and wine and gifts have nothing to do with him testing for gifted. Just so you know, all of these things that Jen said have really happened. <laughs> oh, oh my that was God. Kind of fun. I didn't have anyone try to give me money for um, gifted, but they tried to pay me. <laughs> to get more lines for their kids in the elementary school play. Yeah, stuff happens. <laughs> yeah, the, all those things happen. He's the oh best Oh my gosh, that was player. kind of funny. That was fun. All right, I have just a word I want you to guess the meaning of. Okay. Badulate. Their Sherpa aides were vexed by the demand that they badulate as well as guide. Badulate. Uh, waiver? Not come to a decision? Well, no. 
Did you listen to the sentence? They're Sherpa aids. <laughs> Sherpa vex. What? Sherpa. Sherpa. Like, I don't know. Is that what you would call like people who lead you on like goats or camels or something somewhere? Let's go with that. Okay. We're vexed by the demand that they badulate as well as guide. So they weren't just guiding them. They had to badulate as well. Maybe micromanage? That is a really good guess. It's actually to bear a heavy burden. So I guess it means to carry some of their stuff. Well, okay. So badulate. We could do this with wordly wise, you know, because those words are ridiculous. Oh, those words are ridiculous. <laughs> I had forgotten about We need to use wise. a wordly wise next time. That was just a little twisted snippet. Stay twisted. Always. <laughs>